the peace of Christ rest upon you this morning. Good morning. For those of you who know me, I'm Hillary Tolson. I'm a member of this congregation, but I've gone into this crazy land of being a seminary student also. And as Gethsemane is my home congregation, and Pastor Paul has graciously offered to be my contextual site also. So thank you to each and every one of you for letting me gain this experience. And don't worry, I'm starting to shake up here doing this thing that in the future I think I'll be doing a lot more. This uh, Lenten season, we've been working through a series called Getting Through What You're Going Through, and we're in our third week. The first week, we talked about facing our fears. And in the second week, we talked about dealing with that disappointment dip. Today, we are going to focus on when the enemy attacks. Getting through what you're going through may feel like you're living in this land in between. You aren't at the start of the journey, but you're not at the end either. You're in the land of in between. You could be in the land between an old job and a new job, or the land in between sickness and health. Or how about out of shape and in shape? Or in between, I'm not really a middle schooler, but I'm not really a high schooler either. Or maybe it's uh, the land in between an addiction and being recovered. The land in between is not easy to be in. It's a journey to get through, and the journey will not be easy. My land in between right now is the land between seminary student and becoming a pastor. The Israelites from our first reading were living in a land in between. They had been brought out of Egypt and were working their way to the promised land. Instead of the journey taking a few weeks to travel by foot, it took 40 years. Their path was not straight, and they wandered through the wilderness. In their journey, God tested them, and the Israelites tested God. They lived in this land in between. This land was filled with opportunity and opposition. The Israelites had many opportunities to follow God, and they came across and made for themselves a lot of opposition. Your land in between is also full of opportunity and opposition. This opposition may be your enemy. Please turn in your Bible, or in the pew Bibles, in your pews, to 1 Peter chapter 5, and we're going to read verse 8. It can be found on page 986 in the pew Bible, or in the large print Bible 319 in the back. This verse is going to talk about those enemies that you will face. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Discipline yourselves. Keep alert. Like a roaring lion, your adversary, the devil, prowls around looking for someone to devour. The devil is the enemy and may attack like a lion. Keep alert for this. Our gospel lesson is an example of this evil. Jesus is attacked by the very people he came to save. He is flogged and then put to death through crucifixion. This was evil incarnate. The enemy will attack whether in the land in between or at the final point of your journey. What can we do to protect ourselves from these enemies? Let's look back at the first reading from today. So I'm going to make you turn again. you got to turn to Exodus 17. Um, We're going to start at verse 8 like we did in the reading. It's on page 56 of the Pew Bible 
or page 91 in the front part of the large print Bible. I'm going to reread starting at verse 8. Then Amalek came and fought Israel. Moses said to Joshua, Choose some men for us to go out and fight Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him and fought with Amalek, while Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Whenever Moses' hand held his hand up, Israel prevailed. And whenever he lowered his hand, Amalek prevailed. The Israelites are being attacked by one of their greatest enemies, Amalek. The Amalekites were the lions attacking the Israelites. Where I want to draw our attention is to Moses, Aaron, and Hur. They send Joshua and some of their men to fight Amalek. These three men, though, hike up a hill and stand over the battle. Moses raises his hands with the staff of God. That staff of God is the same staff of God that separated the Red Sea and turned into a snake in front of Pharaoh. When Moses' hands are up, Israel is winning. When Moses lowers his hands by his side, Amalek is willing, winning. Arms up, winning. Arms down, losing. Arms up in worship or prayer to the Lord, winning. Arms down, taking on an enemy by themselves, losing the battle. How about us today? When an enemy comes and attacks us, what is the position of our arms? Are we hands up in the air praying to God? Or are we arms down, taking on the enemy by ourselves? These questions make me think of my current land in between. My enemy is doubt. It is doubt if I truly can make it through seminary and become a pastor. When doubt creeps into my thinking, where are my hands? Too many times this past seven months, they've been found by my side. Telling myself that I can make it on my own and I don't need any help. Where should they have been? Up in the air. Asking God for help and praying for guidance and support. I need to start fighting my battles with prayer. Hands in the air, praying to God. Hebrews 4, 14 through 16 and the New Living Translation reminds us of what we will receive when we hold firm and pray. Verse 14 starts, So then, since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy, and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. In your message notes, you can add these words. Let us hold firmly to what we believe. There we will receive his mercy, and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. In prayer, we will receive mercy and grace when we need it most. When an enemy is attacking, what do I need the most? Mercy and grace. Ephesians 3, tells, verse 12, tells us about how we should come in prayer, from, also from the New Living Translation. 
Because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now boldly and confidently come into God's presence. Also in the message notes, we want to fill in, because of Christ and our faith in him, we now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. When the enemy attacks, pray boldly and confidently with your arms in the air. Fight the enemy with bold confidence in God who will see you through. When doubt creeps in, I need to stand with my hands in the air, praying boldly and confidently. I need to say, God, do not let doubt near me. Attack it and banish it from my mind. Fill me with grace and mercy and confidence in myself. And then, of course, always thank him. You're amazing and awesome. Prayer is essential for attacking our enemies. It is also essential for our relationship with God. God wants to hear from you. And remember, when you're thinking about it, what are the positions of your hands? Don't worry if you're sitting there thinking, okay, Hillary, easy enough to sit, stay, stand up here and talk about. But do you really pray every time an enemy attacks? The truth is no. I am working on it just like every one of us sitting here is. But we need to not give in to our thoughts. Here are some reasons why people say they don't pray. Number one is, I'm too busy to pray. Second one, I'm too tired to pray. Too busy and too tired to pray. I personally have said these, this many times, but really what do these two statements say? In my mind, I'm thinking, nothing's going to happen if I pray. Sometimes I even question, does prayer, is there any power in prayer? Our story today reminds us that yes, prayer is very powerful. Think of the times when prayers were answered, truly answered. Maybe it was the time you prayed and you got good news at the doctor about a health condition. Or maybe it was the time you prayed and your relative or friend went to rehab to deal with an addiction. Or maybe when it was, it was when you pray and you got the acceptance letter from the number one choice of college. Or maybe it was when your loved one returned safely home from a deployment. Or even your child coming home from a hospital stay. Prayer is a powerful thing. Your prayer life has a direct effect on your living life. Stand up, hands raised, pray boldly and confidently. The position of your hands affects the impact of your life. The position of my hands affects the impact of my life. But what if I am too tired? What if I've prayed for months or years and nothing has happened? What do I do? Returning to Exodus, we find our answer. Looking back into your Bible, Exodus 17, verse 12 and 13. But Moses' hands grew weary, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on one side, the other on the other side, so his hands were steady until sunset. Even Moses got tired and weary. Right beside him, though, were his two good friends, men of God, to help. They slid a rock underneath him so he could sit. Aaron took one arm and Hur took the other arm, and together the three kept Moses' hands steady. Because of Moses, Aaron, and Hur being there for each other, Amalek was defeated. 
verse 13. And Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the sword. With God, all things are possible, but having your friends, your Aaron and your Hur, there to walk beside you, pray with you, hold you up when you are weary, will make defeating the enemy easier. Who are the people that you can call at two in the morning and you know will be there to help you and keep your hands in the air? Who will be there to pray boldly and confidently with you? Who will be there to help you defeat your enemy? I know my Aaron and her. Who are yours? We are all in or have been in the land in between. The journey is not easy. The enemy will attack once, twice, or more. But remember, God is with you. Stand against the enemy with your hands in the air. Pray boldly and confidently with the help of your friends. Pray as many times as you need to defeat the enemy. The position of your hands affects the impact of your life. When the enemy attacks, hands up. Amen.